0: To play bodies 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 yes! oh, oh my God. Does anybody have service yeah, yeah. Going on. I'm a hot girl hot girl rich girl guys I get so stressed out every
1: time we play this someone always ends up crying just wanna... <laughs> so how do you play <laughs> if you draw the piece of paper that has the x on it you are
0: the murderer
1: everyone else has to avoid being killed what is that x do you want one yeah all right this is jay and i'm back again for another one and today i have with me
0: lita hello everybody
1: how goes it
0: i'm doing well how about yourself
1: doing good 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 good. all
0: right
1: so we checked out a a new movie we saw it kind of cold cold meaning uh no trailers or anything not reading up on it not looking into it no reviews anything i thought i saw a trailer but after watching the movie and then seeing the trailer i know i did not see the trailer because i was surprised by everything that came up in the movie i saw the, the poster for it and maybe the poster is what got me to want to check out the movie. And then it was a A24 movie, which is a funny story. (laughs) So supposedly I had a look on my face or a tone in my voice when I realized it was the A24 movie that we were seeing.
0: Yes, you did. Basically, uh, before the movie started, there was a bunch of trailers on about exorcisms and things like that, which, you know, yeah, there were a couple of scary
1: movies on the trailers, and not knowing what the movie was exactly. I don't know. From the poster, I guess I figured there's a group of people together, and maybe a party gone wrong or something. It wasn't exactly for sure. It had, like, Pete Davidson in it, and he had, like, this machete thing, and he had these girls with their phones and these light necklaces. Mm-hmm. And so I know the kind of movies that A24 does, and I really like their movies, but some of them be very heavy, and I, you know... You know, I like that studio. They have a few movies that I will not watch at Mm. this time. And I'm probably going to watch them eventually. But I know how their movies can go. Where they could be cool but trippy. I know that they're um, smaller budget films. But they're usually, when you have smaller budget films, you have a more creative story because you're not really relying on special effects and things like that. So I enjoy their movies. Like I was telling you before, they remind me of uh, Focus Films and Focus made some great movies that I really love. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of heart or the stories are really, I don't know, well told. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I saw that, and like you said, after seeing those other trailers that were kind of, you know, creepy and kind of crazy, it did have me concerned for a minute for this movie. Because the way it started and everything, I, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, It, it kind of had me on edge a little bit. So it was funny yeah. how I got a little psyched out. Because yeah. I didn't realize I said it like that to you. Yeah,
0: you did. And and I was trying to figure out, like, what kind of movie is this? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And so, like I said, watching those previous trailers, your reaction to the A24 movies, I was like, this is going to be horror. I know it's going to be horror. Yeah. And I was just trying to brace myself and everything crazy even if it was like the simplest thing got me just kind of on edge and jumpy I
1: know I wanted to see this movie, but I didn't want to walk into unknowingly into like the hereditary I didn't want to watch a movie like that We'll do a non-spoiler then we we'll get into spoiler discussion, but first okay. I will get a synopsis of the movie when a group of rich 20-somethings plans a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly. And this fresh and funny look at backstabbing, fake friends, and one party gone very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie is directed by Helena Regin. Mm-hmm. And the people that I know from the movie poster that I recognize was yeah. Mandela Steinberg. Mm-hmm. I remember her from playing the character Rue in the Hunger Games movies when she was a very, very little girl. And I also remember her in the movie, The Hate You Give,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where she starred in that movie. But she's grown up now, of course. Yeah.
0: Can we forget Pete?
1: Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For all that he
1: is. To be honest, me seeing him in a poster made me feel like the movie was gonna be lighter than it was because I thought, okay, so mm-hmm. he's kind of disarming in a way. Even though I didn't want to necessarily see one of his movies, but I I thought it would be kind of safe in a way because he was in it. But
0: mm-hmm. but yeah, more comedic.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's start off with fun. What's your overall thoughts
0: of the movie? I, I it's funny. I kind of think of it. I I enjoyed it. You know, it had me on edge the whole way through. Um, And I think it was kind of like commentary on today's society a little bit, you know, and friendships and how we are with each other, who's sincere, who's a true friend, who isn't, you know? And then just kind of like when people are under stress, how emotions and feelings and just everything unravels and the truth comes out. Yeah. So, okay.
1: I thought this movie was suspenseful. I couldn't really tell where it was going.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yeah, which
1: is good. I don't know, and for that reason, I I really enjoyed it. There's very few movies I've seen recently that I didn't know what I was going into. Sometimes that happens more with these Netflix films where you just kind of watch for no reason. You see a little thing, click it and watch it and don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So it's the first time in a long time I went to a movie theater and saw a movie that I had no idea what I was getting into. They had me guessing the whole time. Mm -hmm. The characters were funny and interesting. In a way, the behaviors and stuff was kind of realistic, even though it was kind of out there. But you know, considering the age of the kids and the situation, I can it see kind that, of that. kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then it's just like not really being able to tell which way is up with things, but it was very entertaining. It had some some thrilling parts, some kind of scary parts. Has kind of wondering what was happening. It was, a, it was a fun ride to me. It was a it fun was. ride.
0: It was. I remember asking you like, what do you think is going to happen next? What do you think? Because usually you're really good at figuring things out. Yeah. And for you to just be like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes I overthink stuff and I can't enjoy it. And so much is happening so fast. And in a way, it's kind of like a whodunit kind of thing. And what do you do in a situation when everybody kind of have motive? And you don't know anybody, so you don't know who would or who wouldn't. Mm-hmm so for that it's kind of like oh
0: huh. yeah you start to so, question everybody and everything yeah, yeah
1: it was a fun fun movie but um mm-hmm. i didn't enjoy it
0: i did too and i i would recommend folks to to go check it out yeah
1: right on all right so let's get into this spoiler discussion
0: so you know it's a group of old friends that get together to have again this party and it was just kind of wild and i and i couldn't help but think like I hope my kid doesn't end up at one of these parties <laughs> anyway that was one of my first thoughts anyway about it that's fair all right you know because like I said it seems really real you know there are lots of alcohol drinking lots of drug taken, and you know just things that you would do you know at a certain age in your life yeah
1: I'll definitely say this is a great example of And I say it often with things, but how people are their biggest problems. (laughs) Right. right. You know, we're always looking for the outside thing to get us, and it's really our own situation. We do it to ourselves, nine times out of ten. And there was a twist in it that I thought was just brilliant in a way. And the way it was discovered, it reminded me of kind of like like movies, like maybe kind of like Lost Boys or something like that Mm -hmm. in a way, only Mm -hmm. because the way it ends with a little, it's kind of, huh. Like you watch this whole thing, you think this whole thing, and then at the last minute this bit of information is presented. And it just like throws everything else off in a good mm-hmm. way. And it's mm-hmm. it believable. It wasn't like a cheap twist. You know, it was an earned twist, which I thought made it made it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but just all the stuff and everybody turned on each other and you kind of get side stories of how their friendships is tied together because mm-hmm. you have the 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 main chick coming to a party and they're acting like she wasn't invited. And she says she responded to a text message and you don't know if she have ill will towards the people who house she's going to. She's Mm -hmm. there for a girlfriend. You don't really know much about her girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Come to find out she didn't really know her girlfriend as well as she thought she did. Mm -hmm. And so it's this new person getting put in a mix with an old group of people and -hmm. you don't know their intentions either. So it's all over the place. They walk into a party that's already started. They get there a day late. So some trauma and drama already happens with somebody else that was there that's no longer inside the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and you you feel like with some ill intentions, and so you don't know what the state of the person who left the party is in. And so when the power goes out and stuff starts happening, because they want to play this game in this Mm -hmm. giant house that looks creepy on its own. They're Mm -hmm. playing this game where, you know, if you find somebody and... You view the murderer then you tag them and they stay down and they play dead. And
0: you've got to figure out who got the murderer is. Yeah. Right. And and don't forget like how there is a hurricane and it's just, you know, the weather plays a major part. And all the creepiness that's taking place, all of the rain and mm-hmm. yes.
1: Because they have that uh, power outage, so all the power goes out and it's yeah. uh, sort in the dark. And so they're playing this game and... Eventually, somebody actually dies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it just kind of sets off a chain of events throughout the, the rest of the story of trying to figure out who's who and who did what.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And honestly, everybody seemed guilty in some kind of way. Right. It was possible for anybody to have been guilty, which made it fun.
0: Yes, it did. And trying to figure out who was the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some
1: of the stuff was legitimate yeah. reasons why you would think somebody might have done something. Like I said, we walked into the story with the... With the main character, and they even got to the party late, so even something that we could have saw that maybe an extra piece we could have to have more insight, we didn't have it because mm-hmm. we were a day late with her, mm-hmm. and so we don't know really what we're stepping into. Mm-hmm. You know, the character that Pete Davidson play has a black eye and then we don't know what happened to him and why he's messed up and and all this kind of stuff and and pete is the first one to to go basically (laughs) so he got mad and so he stomped off and went upstairs and went to bed but then next thing you know he's outside of the house all cut up and messed up Mm
0: -hmm.
1: walking into the glass door yes you know and then he falls out dead and so everybody runs out to go check and see what's going on with him like okay the first thing he's playing this game And now people are really ending up dead.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, who could have got to them?
0: And you know, one of the things you mentioned the main character coming in with her new girlfriend who doesn't know anybody. There's one of the guests that's there and she started dating this older guy and, you know, Pete Davidson's his character is very, you could tell he's intimidated by this guy. You know, he seems kind of cool. And there's a little bit of jealousy going on. Part of the belief is that, well, maybe it could be this guy, Greg. Maybe he's the one that killed Pete Davidson
1: yeah yeah he's definitely the guy that's too old to be in a club
0: right right you Hanging have...
1: out with these young folks right. young rich kids and um he's unassuming but the fact that he's unassuming makes him very guilty looking
0: yeah mm, to me too yeah because yeah. it's like why are you like in your 40s hanging out with like what 19 year old 20 year olds right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so eventually everybody becomes a suspect
0: Mm.
1: you know and then kind of one by one folks are dying and then whoever's left is blaming the rest of the folks and stuff and you start hearing about people telling secrets and stuff that they was never supposed to tell and you just start seeing how messy stuff was was just kind of pulled together and You know, past issues with each other. It's just amazing the truths and stuff that's coming out due to fear or being upset and hurt and things. Mm -hmm. And they had all those familiar you know, people that be in those friendships where you have the the jerk person, you have the person who is a yes person that just agrees Mm -hmm. with everything, somebody who's, you know, very aggressive, somebody else who's a pushover, and you got the person who thinks they know it all. And so they're going through the night trying to figure out the situation. And it was just a trip for all those things to happen to all those people and those kids to you know, end up dying just because they're trying to figure out who the killer is. Mm And so, since this is a spoiler anyway, what do you think of the reveal at the end about what happened to yes. Davidson character David? His death started the whole thing. He was the first death. Yes. And so, yes, when they figured out, because there was a, a cell phone that was found. but first they figured out the cell phone wasn't the cell phone they were looking for and they finally figured out whose cell phone it was. So they mm-hmm. got that cell phone open, and then you're watching the video that's on the person's cell phone, which I was kind of surprised they would even think to do that, but whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they did it. <laughs> and then what do, you, what do you see?
0: What do you see is David, Pete Davidson's character, trying to cut open a bottle of champagne with, what was it, a machete?
1: look like that look like
0: some kind of sword or something and he's twirling it around trying to cut off the neck of the bottle it slips and he ends up cutting his own throat
1: so that's how he gets killed and <laughs> right. so when they see him outside with his neck cut you figure out that trick he was trying to do with the knife was the same thing he saw the other guy doing and he was hating on the other dude for doing it but he looked cool doing it and so I guess he was trying to practice it himself and -hmm. he ended up killing himself so that chain reaction made everybody (laughs) turn on each other and eventually kill each other
0: right something silly yeah
1: and it kind of fits with the misunderstanding and the judgment and all the rest of that kind of stuff how you know our own situation turns on us and you know like I said, who needs the bad guy when we have the bad guy in our own head and we, we make up our own situations. Yeah. But I thought it was a pretty cool twist that there was no monster or no murder or anything like that. No. It was just everybody's suspicion of each other and overreaction is what killed everybody. And so in my head I was thinking like, well, for the two that survived, I'm like, how would they ever be able to explain it? Like yeah. their life is probably screwed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's so funny because throughout the movie, like you mentioned before, there was one person that was missing, and everybody was like, "Maybe it was Max. He's the one that killed David. He's right. the one that did this. And we, Where is he?" And we
1: never seen Max before, so we don't nope. really know what that means. So he's saying Max, so like, okay, so would Max be the one coming in and trying to get revenge on everybody because if Pete Davidson? do got that black eye. So did Max give him that black eye? They're yeah. you know drinking and doing drugs and misunderstanding. So yeah i thought it was a fun little twisty movie and like i said i didn't know what to expect and so that just had me feeling a ways because even when they introduced all the friends at the party and they're mm-hmm. all underwater holding their breaths it's just mm-hmm. like what are they doing underwater what's going yeah, on with that yeah. so everything just so off kilter
0: yeah but it's probably some stuff they would do just yeah. playing games
1: yeah. out in the pool.
0: i think they were just trying to see who had the strongest lungs and right. I think they were all high or something, just floating underwater. But it's so funny coming in upon that scene. I kind of felt like an outsider and the older gentlemen, when they were showing him underwater and everything, my impression was that it was his house and like he was some kind of guru <laughs> or something, because that's kind of how In a weird way, he presented himself like they showed him like meditating. Mm -hmm. They showed him with this sleep mask at one point, you know, just, you know, his philosophy on things. That's the impression that I got. But it turns out it was David's dad's house, really, you know yeah just trying to figure out who's who what's what what's the relationship and and then the the main girl who comes in sophie with her girlfriend b you kind of find out that she had a relationship with another character jordan
1: so did you believe that really happened Mm -hmm. because even to her dying breath she was saying you know check Check the text. text check the text so she was alleging that she had an affair with for right before you know yeah. they have to come up there yeah,
0: that they had a little fling a little thingy thing
1: now that now she said that she didn't because i knew that whole thing at the phone, I know b was going to get that phone right i knew it was going to come up yes you know and i was just waiting i was like you know that she's concerned and want to know if that thing happened because mm-hmm. if it did send that text message but it could be something else on that phone that she didn't want her to see who mm-hmm, knows mm-hmm. but i thought that was very interesting so, yeah so did you think that the girl did really mess around with the other chick
0: yeah because sophie was fighting so hard to keep b her girlfriend from reading the text messages in her phone she was hiding something right i'll tell you it was like okay yeah they probably you know slept together before they went to the party and there you know she could have been like you know let's meet up but then a part of me was thinking like maybe they were in some kind of cahoots together before we realized how david actually died I kept thinking at some point that they were, you know, the killers, that there was more than one, that there were two paired up, you know, and that could have had something to do with the text messages too, you know, yeah. Yeah, it
1: could have been so many different kind of things because it could have been, the fact that the party goers that was already there, they could be like, didn't really want, because they said they didn't really want her there, or why is she showing mm-hmm. up? Didn't you want know, Sophie there, yeah. Didn't want Sophie there, because they were doing drugs and stuff, and she had disappeared and supposedly right. fell off the map. So they could have resented her mm-hmm. for something that she did that we don't know, right, and they were trying to take her out. Mm-hmm. Or could have been, you know, Sophie and, you know, going back to get revenge on her, you know, friends that she says that triggered her, or right. triggers her and make her right. want to do drugs and stuff. So I'm like, well, maybe she's going in a clear house. And then, you know, her girlfriend B, you don't know anything about her no. and, and you kind of find out she wasn't really telling the truth about certain things. Right. And so she could have been anybody just trying to tag along trying to take out those people. Yeah. So we, Max could have came back and tried to take everybody out. So it was right. kind of interesting how you yeah. all, it could have been coming from any kind of angle. Mm-hmm. using a certain kind of movie, certain people just disappear and they come back and all that. Cause I've seen stuff like this, like movies, like with Scream where you mm-hmm. have a whole bunch of people trying to figure out who did it. And then later on you kind kind of notice that certain people wasn't never in the room or whatever. But yeah. this didn't feel like it had the same kind of tropes that kind of give you the answer, yeah. which I liked. That's
0: was, that's what made it good because yeah. you really didn't know who the killer was, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I had different motives that I thought may have been the reason, but yeah. I don't think it was anything that really had me mm-hmm. stuck on anyone, any one particular person just mm-hmm. because like I said, it just wasn't laid out obvious. Because even with the girlfriend B, even though she was very unassuming, and usually if you're unassuming, that's the person who kind of did it. Yeah. It wasn't, it didn't really seem like, I don't know.
0: You didn't feel like it was her?
1: No. When she had actually killed somebody, the fact that she threw up after it, I don't think she would have been comfortable with killing.
0: Okay. I don't think yeah. she would have
1: got thrown off like I don't think yeah. she would have got sick from that.
0: Well, she did seem like she was in shock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know nothing about her, what she went through. So she could have just really been doing her thing, trying mm-hmm. to protect, like she said, that she was doing. So it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think the big part of it really was the fact that I didn't know anything about the movie. And like you said, I saw that A24 and I was just like, I hope. <laughs> I don't know how far <laughs> this is going to go. You know, I don't know, because yeah. to me it could have been like Spring Breakers, which I really liked with James Franco and some other folks, mm. and it was these girls that was on uh, Spring Break and I think they were in Florida or something, and they were, you know, they were robbing folks and stuff. They had pink ski masks and Uzis <laughs> and stuff, and so it could have been anything, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. who knows? Who knows? But it was definitely lighter than I thought, it was very suspenseful, and it was mm. fun. I wouldn't say it's too gory, No. Um, but it was just a nice, fun, fresh story with a good twist on an old kind of whodunit, a think, uh, good twist on a it.
0: I think the writer did a good job in writing this film, yeah, because you just, you don't know, you don't know, really, I mean, it kept me guessing until the very end, yeah.
1: Yeah, and the writer was what, Sarah DeLapp? Mm-hmm. And this, I, think she, I think she's a first-time first time writer for that, so she did good. It was, like I said, it felt fresh. It, 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 you could tell it was probably not a big budget because it was like in one mansion or whatnot. It was like, you know, one of those stories to take place in the same place the whole time, which was fine. But like I said, the mansion that they were in was almost like a character in itself. And yeah. like you said, the way they were using their
0: cell phones, the cell phones for
1: the lights and stuff. and
0: <laughs> Which I'm surprised the cell phones, I mean, you know, the power went out. There was no internet, no Wi-Fi, I'm surprised that somebody's cell phone didn't die, you know, (laughs) you know, it was its own character, the light of the cell phone, you know, with everything being dark. But yeah, you know, another part is, again, you know, with the stress of trying to figure out who killed who just everybody turning on each other, revealing secrets about each other and their true feelings about each other, that that was something else. And it's kind of sad too, you know.
1: So, we'll get ready to wrap this up. So, would you see this again?
0: I would see it again. Well, you know, yes I would, I would. I would like to watch it with somebody else who has not seen it. Okay. And see what their take and reaction is on it.
1: Okay. I don't know if I would necessarily watch it again. Like you said, if I was watching it with somebody who didn't see it before, yeah, maybe in that case. It's one of those ones that you could just watch once, I think, and be mm. and be good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say it's a bad movie, but it was just kind of... It's more of the situation than anything else that's going to really get you. And once you kind of see what the situation is, I think that's kind of like, okay, one of those kind of cool movies that I'm glad I checked out. Right. You know, I don't regret seeing it. Yeah. That's for sure, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the suspense of it, the not knowing of it. You know, these days when it comes to trailers, so much is revealed, you know, sometimes certain scenes can be spoiled because it's like, oh, this is the scene where this is going to happen. Yeah. You know, but with this going in cold without knowing anything, you know, I think it made for a good movie. That's great.
1: All right, so that was Jay and Lita's review of the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. All right, until next time. Till next time. Peace.
0: Take care, everyone.
1: Thanks for listening, and please like and subscribe. Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show, along with my other shows entitled. The Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast and the J and Podcast. Available now on all streaming platforms. Until next time, peace. <music>